So hi folks, hello once again and you're very welcome along to another programme, to another edition of Down Your Way. We're here in South Dakota County, this week we're in beautiful Feathert, uh, we're at the Tipperary Anna uh, Book Fair here in the, in the, in the ballroom. Uh, Mary Hanran is with me, as always. How are you doing, Mary? <laughs> Eamon, I'm great. And fought your oath, Arashka Fjord. We're always delighted to see you in Feather Damon. I've got to make it. Beautiful place and beautiful location for a book fair. Absolutely. The ballroom is perfect, actually. There was a lady here this morning and she was just commenting on that. We've loads of space, loads of room for people to, you know, for the book dealers and our authors, and then lots and lots of space for people to wander around, yeah. browse. And we even have, Eamon, if you get a little bit tired, we have a nice chair over there and a table where you can sit and have a cup of coffee. <laughs> but there's only one problem, and I found it from the front, and I don't like really in problems as soon oh, as I get through the door. It's I'm, only three euro to get into this place. I know, I know. Uh, well, we, our, our policy has always been in the historical side. Let, let's be affordable, you know, yeah. and within the reach of people. But this place is three quarter <laughs> packed at three euro. Like, you know what I'm I know. trying to say? It, I think he's telling me, folks, I should put up the prices next year. <laughs> well, I think so. I think, really think so, because what you have to find here is hundreds and hundreds of books. Hundreds and, and you, hundreds of books. You can be here from, what, 12 o'clock to 4 or 5? until half 4, and as yeah. I say, you know, and even, and, and the same thing when you go to our little pop-up cafe, very reasonable prices. It's, yeah. it's a very affordable family day out. Absolutely. Okay, take it from the top. How did, how did it all uh, kick in here? Oh, well, now the credit, in fairness, was go to Terry Cunningham. You know, we, we're historical society but we were very much against say churchgate collections or hounding people for money so it kept we were saying how do how do how do we raise money to fund our activities and terry had the bright idea of a book fair so the first year 1999 we started the book fair and that year a man called rudy hops up Hopsalful was here from Tip Town. He was a book dealer. He had the Penny Farthing Bookshop. And he produced a little booklet called Tipperaryana, which listed all the available books on Tipperary at the time. And we were really taken with the name. And Rudy gifted us the name. And since then, from the second year on, it was known as the Tipperaryana Book Fair. And the focus, of course, is Tipperary, books of Tipperary and about Tipperary and authors from Tipperary. And, but as well as that, of course, when you talk about books, there are no boundaries. So here, literally, there's a book on anything and everything, Eamon. Absolutely. And of course, when we talk about the winner of this year, it's not just announced yet, but you, you might have to give us an idea of uh, who, yes, who may usually, be. Usually, we have a, one again, um, you know, we always felt it was very important to acknowledge the, the, amount, the wonderful wealth of books produced in Tipperary. And so we, we introduced the Tipperary Honor Book of the Year Award. Usually it actually it happens before the book fair, but this year, due to unforeseen circumstances, it's actually been delayed. But we can announce today that the winner of the Tipperary Honor Book of the Year Award 2022 is uh, Tipperary in the Decade of Revolution. It's the book on Alderman Joseph McDonough, TD, Tipperary's forgotten revolutionary politician and the author is Jared Shannon and we will be making the presentation to Jared at a date to be confirmed in the future. When he's available. When he's available. He's a Dublin man and you know he has family commitments etc etc so when we get the logistics Eamon but, but it will happen and we are absolutely thrilled to announce that today. Yeah, it, it's a special day for book lovers. It's a special day for book lovers Eamon. Of every age as you can see coming through we have teenagers here which is heartwarming uh, we have our regulars I mean uh, some people we meet you know this might be the only time we meet them but they always turn up at the Tipperaryana Book Fair uh, and there is literally something we have cookery books we have gardening books we have specialist books we have historical books we have Tipperary books we have books on mountain climbing you name it we have it Eamon yeah and of course uh, when the programme is over and when the programme goes out in a week or so 
where will people can they make contact with you guys if yes. you saw a book here or whatever oh absolutely and also what we do every year is we produce a little booklet and which we give out at the door uh, you'll probably give out uh, no charge Eamon you'll give out to me but it lists all the book dealers that are here and their contact details so if there is somebody you want to contact we have the we have the contact details okay, okay. Yeah. and of course we have our we have our website history at feathered.com you know so that's a great way to contact us so the whole idea of the Tipperiana Awards uh, well that was really we Tipperary, as you know, Tipperary is a big county, but in spite of that, we're always amazed at the wealth of books that are produced each year. You know, phenomenal amount of books on the history of Tipperary or relating to things in Tipperary, or by Tipperary, like poets like Michael Cody, for example. Or, and as you say, we have a selection of authors here today, um, including, of course, the wonderful artisans of Cashel and Clonmelter, all those kind of things, Eamon. And it dawned on us, like, they need recognition. So I suppose as a historical society, we just thought it would be a nice thing to do to, to, within the county, you know, to say, well, look, this is our, our Tipperary on the Book of the Year. Yeah. It, it mightn't be somebody else's, but it's ours. And for us, it's something that reflects a particular aspect of Tipperary. That's our, that's our credo. So year after year, uh, of course, during COVID, it's probably difficult to run this show. Yeah, we were very lucky in that our last show was just before the first lockdown, so we got in just under the wire in 2020. But of course, in 21 and, and 22, it was not possible to have the book fair, and we found that really difficult. And we did manage to have some events, socially distanced and remotely, and all the rest. We did manage to do a few things through, including publishing a booklet uh, on, 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 a, on a local volunteer here in, in, in Feather, Tommy Lee. So we. But, but that was very difficult, Eamon. And not to have the book fair, of course, was a big, big drawback for us. But So we're thrilled to be here today and thrilled to see people coming through the doors. Yeah, absolutely. It's three-quarter packed, it is. And it's only 12 o'clock. And it's only 12 o'clock. Officially, we start at 12, so yeah. it, it, it bodes well for the rest of the day. Something for everybody. There is something for everybody. As I said earlier, whatever you're interested in, whether you're the serious historian or you know you might be looking for a particular book, you have a great chance of finding it here. Or if you're just a casual browser, or you, you like your thrillers, you like your romantic fiction, it's all here, all here. But for somebody to look for a certain type of book, uh, like he has to go through probably hundreds of, of books here. <laughs> well, no, we, again, again this little booklet helps because it, it tells you the book dealers and even from looking at them, you get an idea of what they will have. I mean, we have people like uh, Rosemary Donovan from Clonmel, the book market, she's here today. And, of course, she has a very, you know, very broad spread. Again, she focuses on temporary books. But then general reading as well. So you, as, you, as you're walking around, you very quickly get a sense of what's here. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And, of course, and you need time. Yeah. I mean, if you, come, if you come to the book fair, you come, you know, you come to browse, Eamon. You come to browse. It can be a deal got as well, can't oh, it? Oh, uh, well, from, uh, from our own Feathered Historical Society stall, lots of deals. Because um, people donate to us. We get lots of donations of books, again, of all sorts. And uh, which is kind of it, it, it's interesting because we never know exactly what we're going to have. We always have, say, general fiction, but this year we have a wealth of Tipperary books, wealth of um, things relate books relating, say, to 1916 and the decade of centenary books, all of that kind of thing. And we have lots of cookery books and gardening books. You know, it's amazing. So you can and we will always do a deal, Eamon, always. Yeah. Absolutely. What happens to the books? that nobody seemed to want. <laughs> okay, I know. We, well, post-book fair, we kind of... Tonight, everything is moved from here. This place will be... You won't believe this will be cleared before 8 o'clock this evening because there's a dance on here. The ballroom committee are taking to the dance floor. So we have to... Be, everything literally will be out. Shelves, uh, chairs, everything. Um, bookshelves, everything. And 
we just literally move the books, but then during the week we'll get together, a gang of us, we'll go through the books, we'll decide what we're keeping, and those we don't, then we de- donate to a charity. Usually uh, the NCBI, you know, National Council for the Blind yeah. of Ireland, they take the books we don't want. Yeah, it just amazes me, because, because whoever wrote the book that nobody wants, it's still a book. Well, it's still a book, and what, what you often find here too, what we find on our own stall, again, you will have somebody coming in and they it's a book they had years ago, they can't find the copy, they're, they're coming to see can they replace it, or there's a book they've never managed to get hold of and they hope they're going to find it in our stall. So there is, and, as you, and there is a book for everyone. Absolutely. Well, Mary Henry, look, it's a real pleasure to be here in, uh, in Fedot. And as uh, always, Eamon, we're thrilled to have you with us. Absolutely. Terrific. Look, and have a very good day, and uh, thanks for saying hello. And thank you, Eamon. Thank you indeed. Indeed, everybody, we'll come back to Down Your Way. We're here at the book fair here in Fedot this week. Margaret O'Brien is with me from Carrigan Shore. Margaret, you're very welcome to Down Your Way. You're nightly set here in the corner of the stall. Uh, thank you. Re- good to be here. Good to be here, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's exciting. Yeah. Exciting, yeah, uh, after two years of uh, yes. lockdowns yeah, and yeah. cancellations. What have you on offer here? I have uh, my book, Weather Report, which is a 90-day journal for reflection and well-being with the aid of the Beaufort Wind Scale. Now, many people are familiar with the Beaufort Wind Scale. It's often mentioned on weather reports and weather forecasts. And it's a measure of the wind, which goes from 1 to 12. 1 is complete calm and all the way up to 12, which is utter devastation. Um, so the, this journal is a daily journal that uh, invites uh, the person to note the outer weather, you know, what's it doing out there, uh, and then moves on to the inner weather. Where on the Beaufort scale might you place your inner weather? You know, is it complete calm or is it a little bit of turbulence and so on? Uh, with the premise that when you identify how you're feeling, that immediately has a beneficial effect without doing anything further. And the third part of the daily practice is inviting uh, the person to note down something beautiful, that something they found beautiful in their day. Again, making an orientation towards something positive. Um, and there's a weekly, uh, refle- a w- a weekly check-in here as well, where um, you're invited to write down three small things that went well for you this week, and then why they went well. So you're, you're tapping into your own agency, what you did to make it happen. So I've been involved in uh, quite a lot of um, promoting and developing and supporting the literary arts from the base in Carrickonshire. And a lot of um, my activity is in partnership, really, with Linda Fahey of the Tudor Arts and Hub, uh, where she has a whole collective of visual artists and craftspeople. I have uh, quite, a, quite a grouping of people who are interested in writing and creative writing. We've done a lot of projects uh, together, and it was out of one of those projects that this book arose last year. Okay. Okay. So there's quite a difference between writing and creative writing. Well, there are many elements to writing. Um, if you ask me for a definition of creative writing, I'd be hard put to give it to you. Um, but anything we do, I think we're innately creative if we can be supported uh, to be so. Um, and the conditions are created that help us to do that. So probably creative writing could be like where we're here right now. You could uh, you could write a, a, a nice article on what you see in front of you. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, people are interesting always, and we've got a lot of people here today. Yeah. Tell me about your branch or your group down in, in Kerry. Um, well, our, the umbrella is Writing Changes Lives, and I run my own workshops, uh, which are based on the work of Pat Schneider of Amherst Writers and Artists in the States. And out of that, uh, I run occasional writing workshops. I mean, 
as everything has been so disrupted by COVID in recent years, uh, they were uh, centred in Berlin Theatre. And then we moved on to Zoom, of course, uh, during the pandemic. Um, so I run those and I also do, as I mentioned already, the Poetry Plus open mic, which is there for people to come and either read their own something they've written themselves or to share some piece of writing that they like and want to share it with other people so they can choose to do I gather like most people here you have a, a very fine collection of books of course <laughs> <laughs> of course and I've been here as a as a as a customer I suppose uh, wandering around as I see other people here doing now this morning um, so it's interesting to be at the other side of the table with my own book now Congratulations on the, on, on the book and all of that and uh, every success. Thank you so much. Okay. Um, Thanks for sending your way. Thank you. We're going to say hello to Lima Dunne, well known to us in Tip FM, very much part of uh, lots of things in County Tipperary, but Lima, a historian of note. You're very welcome to Down Your Way. Thanks very much, Eamon. It's yeah. lovely to meet you here in Feathered, yeah? Yeah, it's great to meet you. Tallest man, of course, and uh, very much uh, uh, a part of, let's say, the Tipperian Awards every year and uh, to be part of what goes on here as well. That's just great. Yeah, I've been involved, I suppose, with books. I've been involved a lifetime in education. You can't escape books. They're everywhere, you know, and they tend to pile up at home and it has come to a time in my life I'm looking out to the future. I'm planning what's going to happen to all these books. So I said I'd take a stall down here in, in uh, Feather today and I'd hope to, uh, to be able to move on some of the books to people that might be interested in them. Yeah. And I suppose I was just talking to some of the ladies there. Um, there's always a deal to be got down here, isn't there? And there is, but there's more as well the social side of it here. I meet an awful lot of old acquaintances and friends that you be yeah. meeting at hurling matches or, or meeting when you go in around the square in Thurlis, you meet them and have a chat. And at this stage of life, to, the social side of, of things is, is quite very important. To yeah. And when you, talk, when, you talk about, when you talk about hurling matches, you... Because you gave your most of your life uh, broadcasting inside in, in Torlis and Simple Stadium. I did. I gave over 40 years inside uh, on the public address, and sure, it was it was a privilege when I think think back and that I had the best seat seat in the house, looking at the games the games I loved and seeing the greatest players playing the hurling. And sure, it was it was it was a treat really to see them all from the late 70s up to a year or two ago it was, it was fabulous and it was so fitting then for you to write Simple Stadium and the story of Simple Stadium as you had given most of your life in there it was yeah because it hadn't been done and uh, O'Brien Press approached me early on in Covid and I was delighted to have a Covid pro- project because I like to keep busy and it was very important for me mentally and other, other ways to, to, to be occupied and doing things and all of that so that was my project that kept me going through Covid and it turned out well. I was delighted with it, you know, and uh, uh, there was great reaction through it. Not just in Tipperary, but any of the counties that played the hurling, like uh, there was something for them in it, you know. Yeah. And you know, just uh, with it last year, the year before, we were at the launch of Turles Arfield's uh, the story of the GA club in Turles Street. That's right. Yeah, the, it was great to finish that. It was a difficult one to finish because it was such a big story, and it was the story of a very successful club where an awful lot of things happened yeah. over the years. So I had taken it from the foundation of the GA right up to you could say 2020 it was a, yeah it was a huge story it was something I took on some people in the past had for had tried it but for various reasons it, it was never completed so I was anxious to it when I retired from the teaching it was one of the monkeys I put up on my back and I was very glad to get that monkey off my back I can tell you there a few years ago and and to see it out you know and 
Ah, yeah, just there, just there for all time. It's a great, great story, you know, and I'm proud of the fact that I did it and took it on, and more than anything, just to complete it. Absolutely, look at indeed. Uh, congratulations to you because not every, not everybody would take it on. How do you actually stick with it? I, 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 well, I don't know. You'd have to be very determined because they're, they're, they're really solo efforts writing books because it's really down to yourself, you know, and like you have to give yourself a good kick in the backside every so often to get back at it because I used to be going to funerals in St. Patrick's of lads and I was, you'd see time moving on, you'd see the story, this story will have to be finished, you know, and I'd, I'd, I'd come back home and say you'll have to sit down and get another bit of it done and... You know, there were some lads there in the club that were very encouraging and people in the town and people in the history, in, uh, the interested in history that wanted, wanted that story out there and helped me along the way because we all need encouragement, you know, and whatever we're doing, like, you need an old G up now and again. And yeah, it is great skill and great determination. No question and we've got great help from, the, from those in the library and Thurlis and the, the, the files. From, from the Tipperary Stair, so they're, they're invaluable, you know, and the papers back the, the way were, were brilliant. The G has always been such a big story in Thurles and in Tipperary, and the Stair recorded all that, and fair play to the people in the in the Tipperary studies there, you know. Absolutely, fantastic. Great, great. Mary Gyne and Darmody and all of those yeah. gave great help, you know. And then you, you're very much involved in lots of other things as well uh, in relation to uh, music and stuff. Yeah, well, it's interesting music all my life, and I suppose it was an area of interest that I didn't take too seriously until after I retired and I had time in my hands. And Peggy Costello got the singing circle going at the Hearts and Jockey, and I told her I'd help her out. And we were nearly 10 years at it at the minute, you know. We have our 10th anniversary coming up later on this, this month, Eamon, and it's amazing how the years fly. And then out of that, the interest in having a choir grew uh, in, in the Hearts of Jockey Hotel, Tom Egan there was very anxious for, his, for it for years and we helped him set it up at Connie there, Connie O'Keefe who's been the main organiser of, of the choir down the years and we put on the shows at Christmas that have gone down very well and it was, we got, as, as I said to you starting off, it was the social end of it and meeting people and getting out there, it isn't that we have any particular skill but we like it, you know, like the music Absolutely. and like the songs. Well, Liam, I don't look at it, it's always a pleasure to say hello to you yeah. and everyone. Great to see you uh, in good shape. Fantastic. Go in very kind of that and enjoy Fjord, your Dibradar and go Absolutely. Go on, my good, Liam. Right, slow on, We're going to take another break. We're back just after these. Indeed, you're very welcome back to Down Your Way. We're here at the, at the fair, at the book fair, of course, here in Featherton. Oh, Jasper is with us. How are you doing, Jasper? I'm very well, thank you. Okay, good, good to say hello on, on the programme. You have a book or a bundle of books in your hand? I have a bundle of books in my hand. I'm actually going back up to uh, McCarthy's, uh, but I wrote one of the books that's for sale here this year. Um, sorry, I co-wrote one of the books. Okay. There were seven writers. Uh, it's called Winter Miscellany. And uh, we wrote it there a few months ago, and uh, we're selling actually the last of our books today. It's, it's sold very well for us. Okay, what's it about? It's a collection of short stories and poetry. Okay. So I wrote two short stories, completely by accident. I met, I met a friend of mine coming out of a funeral one day and asked him how his writing was going, and I do a bit of writing myself. So he turned around and he said they'd lost one of the writers, would I write a few stories for them? Okay. And I said, most of my stuff is historical. And I said, uh, he said, no, we're looking for fiction. And I said, I've never written fiction before. He said, go on, give it a try. So I wrote two stories, and John McKenna from RTU is the editor. Mm -hmm. So he liked the stories. He said, fine. So I had my first two fiction stories published in this book, Winter Miscellany. 
Absolutely. And they're, they're, they're nearly sold out. We printed uh, 500 and I think we're down to under, under 100 copies left. So I'm actually going back up to work now at the moment. I have 10 copies in my hand, for the, so I'm going to be selling them in the bar. So when you're, when you're at work, of course, you're in McCarthy's? Uh I'll be in McCarthy's. Today is Sunday. It's a busy day, selling lunch. So, um, yeah, I've, I've, I've new young staff up there, so I can't leave them on their own. So I'll be popping up and down to the book fair. There's a great crowd here, too. Oh, yeah, massive, massive, massive yeah. crowd. Uh, of course, uh, the music in your place is magic, and the food as well. But uh, Yeah, we had, we had a few sessions recently now. We, most Thursday or Friday nights we have music. Yeah. And uh, it's either the Pheasant Pluckers or we have a second band called the No Name Band. So we've had some great sessions in the past few weeks. Yeah, the Fizzing Brokers are well established and long established. Well, we're going nearly 35 years now, so Surely, uh, yeah. we're fairly well established at this stage. We're talking about doing uh, some of your life stories and, and your music and stuff one of the nights up in your place, so we, we'll get to it. You'll be more than welcome. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Every success of the book, and nice to say hello to you once again, Jasper. Thanks, Thanks very much, and see you later. Nugent is with me all the way up from Kilsheel and Sean, how are you doing? I'm not too bad at all, Eamon. Delighted to be here today at the at the book yeah. fair here on Feathered. Yeah, what a, what a special day. You have lots of hurling books and all types of books here. Well, you know, it's probably the best book fair in the country, this one. I've said it to several people here and they said it's easy out in the world. It's it's the best one. And there are, there are people here from all over Ireland, even down from Northern Ireland and that. Like, mm-hmm. uh, should Mike a bit of a collection? In my situation, just trying to get rid of my, my stock of books, I have them mm-hmm. piling up. It's amazing what you'll gather together over a number of years, mm-hmm. and uh, I've gathered a lot now. So I'm I'm just trying to, um, you know. What's uh, the one that uh, takes grad people when they come in here? What, what? What's the one that kind of people will want? Well, people have different interests. Some people will be interested in programmes, like in match programmes and that, and particularly the finals, like the All-Ireland finals, Munster finals, county finals and that. Other people will be interested in GA publications and that. But I have a kind of a good mixture there today of mm-hmm. political, we'll say, books, uh, various histories of, uh, uh, of, of different areas and that sort of thing. So I have a good kind of mix of books and, and that, but it depends what people are interested in, really. Yeah, yeah. Some people are interested in, in those books, like, you know, like Tom Barry's book or um, some of those ones. The, so- the Stolen Village, what's that about? The, sto- the Stolen Village is about something that happened down in, um, down in Baltimore, uh, in, down in Cork, where um, back there sometime in the 1600s or something there, they, they, they came in from, I think, Morocco or someplace, and they swept all the, the women in that were there like and took them off in the boat like and they were more or less slaves over there and then afterwards like it was a terrible thing really a shocking shocking, shocking thing yeah, yeah. as I look the Black Widow Catherine Levin story that's some story well it is some story alright there's no question about it like mm-hmm. <laughs> it is and I think she's the seas now I think am I right yeah, to say yeah, that yeah. I think she is yeah so I don't know that's his story so a lot of those little books that I would have got like I purchased in the Yes. Over the over the years and that and build up a big collection and that and um, so yeah, and you know I hope the, I hope there'll be somebody else's books by this evening. Yeah, I witnessed to seventeen ninety eight. Yeah, that should, that should be an interesting book. Very interesting. Now there's no question about it. Now it's a long time ago since I read that book, but um, there's a lot of information about yeah. all that scene that went on around the country, particularly yeah. in Wexford, I suppose, and in Northern Ireland. And that as well, and Wolf Tone and so on. And sure, here in Tipperary, down in Grange Mokelow, in a place called uh, Carrick Matleo, we had our own instance in 1798 mm-hmm. as well at that time. Okay. So, okay. yeah, details a lot of, of that um, 
okay. um, information. And, you know, if you're looking for a book, a particular book, you have a great chance of finding it probably here at this book okay. fair. Okay. You know, okay. but there's yeah. so many stalls and there's so, such a wide range, like, uh, 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 of, of, of a range of books that, you know, you, you, you probably will find what you're Absolutely. looking for. But I was talking to Lee Madonahue down there and yeah, you know, yeah. the story and the folklore of his life because he yeah. been in Central Stadium over 40 years. That's right. Yeah. He has great stories to tell. There's no doubt about it. He's, you know, he was up there in, the, in, in, in that box there uh, for, for quite a long number of years. And yeah, over 40 years. He witnessed some great games and great occasions and, and, and that over, over the course. Of course, very fitting that he wrote all about Central Stadium. It was. It was. But he's a great knowledge like yeah. of it and that. Yeah. Like, so we're indebted to people like um, like Liam, like Liam who Seamus King and people like that like who've done such a walk to, to chronicle all the things that, that have happened in the course of the year. And I suppose it was a thing years ago we were missing. We were missing a lot of those kind of publications. But mm-hmm. in more modern times, in recent times now, I think we've, we've filled that void mm-hmm. that was there on the Gauta GA publications. We were down uh, before Christmas, down, in, uh, down covering your, your, your new development in the field. Uh, and the GA field, how is that uh, progressive right. Well, of course, uh, the, the, the winter kind of seized activities and that, like in bad weather and that kind of thing, but we'll be getting back to it now, the very main things, and I open that, yeah, and yeah, we hope yeah. to have grass seed uh, down there in um, April or early May anyway, and um, the next time you come to the field, you'll see a fine swallow of grass there, I hope. <laughs> Sean Newton, it's always a pleasure. Pleasure, yeah. Eamon, pleasure, Eamon. And thanks again. Thanks. I want to say hello to Pat Flynn. He has a massive collection of, of, of books here. How are you doing, Pat? I'm good, Eamon. Pat, Thank you. Pat, based in Torlis again, like many of the others on, on the programme today. Uh, look, at it's, it's just massive. You wouldn't know where to look to pick out a book here. Ah, sure. Um, all the books are marked there. Um, well, there's you books, have a fantastic there's collection. books there for everybody, you know. Yeah, Pe- yeah. People. So where do you come across them, Pat? I buy a lot of my book fairs like this, went to the charity shops. You'll find them thrown in skips. Yeah, I'm sure Sometimes they're empty in houses and things like that. People yeah. might say to me, God, there's a shelf of books in, in, inside the sitting room in, in such a lad's house. Would you call up and have a look? And I go up and have a look at them. And sometimes they tell you, take them away, and I give them a few quid from sometimes or yeah. donate a few quid if they're involved in, in some, some kind of a, a charities or something like that, you know. Well, it, 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 you find it a marvellous hobby. Actually, so this is only once a year I am in here, you know, know so yeah. it's, it's, it's only a hobby. It's a day out, a day out. Yeah. Meeting people like yourself and yeah. just having a bit of banter and talking, and, talking about the COVID for the last three years where they haven't yeah. been here for a few years you know. But when you look across some of the books you have the Lark Harbour story you have the great Tommy Dyle story the great Tommy Dyle yeah um, he was just uh, Patrick Mayer mm-hmm. Seamus King is a lot of stuff there Jimmy Dyle the Rattler there's, there's, there's hundreds and hundreds of books there about the GA hundreds yeah. of them so Pat if people want to contact you like when the show is over and all of that you have a website here. I should have can contact me. I'm nearly as well known as you, Emma. Absolutely. Uh, I'm living in Torres on Fina Road, so if anybody wanted to call or if they were looking for anything, give me a shout, you know. Absolutely. You know, so. That's been as always. Every success. Thanks a million, Eamon. Ian O'Connor's with me.
He's a bit late arriving here. How are you doing, Ian? It's great to have you back in Feller Day, but yes, thank you very much. Yeah. It's good to be back with the book fair. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What a, what a place. You're part of uh, parcel of, of this group? Or? Yeah, great atmosphere here today, and it's great to see great community effort too, and the great work by the Federal Historical Society. I know we've been talking to some of those people here today, and some of the great um, food, book exhibitions going on here throughout the afternoon. Yeah, absolutely. Isn't it isn't just amazing what can be achieved in, in a town? But of course, this is a historic town. Yeah, you, yeah it's a very historic it's very, town. It's very fitting. It is very fitting forward. No, you were here a couple of years ago as well, interviewing Mary Hannon and all the members of the Federal Service Society. But it's really an uh, amazing effort. People travel from all over, not just Tipperary, but all over the country to be here at this book fair and at this weekend as well. Is this where you get all your ideas for your sports programme on Monday night? Great ideas, of course. Yeah, some yeah. great books and great sporting books as well here too. I know yeah. we've been looking at some of them here throughout the morning and afternoon as well. Yeah, absolutely. Look, it's a pleasure as always. Uh, it's great to have you here. We turn your way. Did you say there was coffee available? Oh, there's tea and coffee on the way for you. And I have the piano. There's going to be music maybe later on for you as well to okay, play. Okay, okay. It's a pleasure. As always. Ian O'Connor, our specialist in, in, in sport in, at Tip FM. We're going to take another break. We're back just after these. Seamus King, I just caught up with him. Man that knows a hell of a lot about books. How are you doing, Seamus? Very good, very good, Eamon. Uh, nice to be here. I presume if I'm the last fella to be interviewed, everybody before me has said anything that's to be said. But however, I, I'm absolutely delighted. I came early. I, I came at a quarter past 12. I thought that I'd be ahead of the posse, and I found that the posse had arrived. Absolutely, very much so at that uh, stage. Yeah. A huge number of people. Mm-hmm. It, there, there seems to be a pent-up feeling uh, after, what, a two years' absence or a three years' absence or whatever the case might be, that people wanted books or they wanted to see books or feel books or buy books or sell books or whatever the case might be. And they're here in abundance. Yeah because there's a huge amount of books, a huge amount of sellers, but there's also a great number of customers, which, which I'm delighted to see. Seamus, you have written a massive amount of books. Too much to, to mention even on this program here today. Right, right, right. I was involved in quite a number of your launches and all of that over the years, but what do you do with all the books that's left over? I tell you, that is a problem. I'm here today, and what I'm trying to do is to resist the temptation to buy, because... I am trying to get rid of books. Uh, I'm quite old now, and in actual fact, I don't think any of my children are going to necessarily want to take them over and keep them and mind them and love them as I have minded and loved them in the past. (laughs) So that buying books is... So I've resisted the temptation. All I bought here today now was the little book of Tipperary, which I never heard of, actually. But it's, it's supposed to be quite good. And also the Tipperaryana book, Alderman Joseph McDonough TD yeah, yeah. but uh, having having given in on two occasions I am I am leaving now soon because I, I don't want to be tempted anymore so what do you do with the books well I read a lot of books uh, but I also have an awful lot of references I write a good bit and I love to be able to take down a book and get a bit of information I want so it's just not a question of accumulating them uh, to have them but it's also accumulating them so that I can refer to them at different times when I am writing. Absolutely. Yeah. What's, what's on the cards at the moment? What are you writing at the minute? I'm not. Well, I'm doing mostly articles. What am I doing? Articles. I'm doing a good few things on Laura, my own, my native place. You know, little incidents that happen in history, and that's the kind. That's the extent of my my writing at the moment. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. In your own in your own life, how many books have you written? Oh, sure, there's over 20, but uh, some of them have been written in conjunction with other people. But, um, yeah. And uh, with other clubs, and uh, I remember uh, yeah. 
quite recently we were down in uh, where? Uh, in, in, in Grange Green, Rose, yeah, Rose, Rose Green, Rose and Green, yeah, Rose Green, and 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 uh, in New Inn, I did a New Inn yeah. one, and I did the Port Row one, uh, and uh, so on, you know. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it, it has been part of my life. Uh, it's it's I like writing as much as I like reading, and um, uh, researching history is always always very interesting. And what I kept to say, what I keep saying to people is that a lot of people uh, have great memories, but in actual fact, the best memory of a game or the best memory of an incident, I think, is the the newspaper report from the period. So uh, journalists uh, continue to be extremely important because they are giving the evidence of the day in the game. I am remembering it on the day, and then I talk to other people, and my memory is changed. So, uh, records, records are terribly important. Anyway. James, I want to publicly thank you now for bringing me into the radio. <laughs> oh. I've involved with you for many years uh, on Cash Alive. On Cash Alive, that's right. We did a lot of, of times together, and actually, there were great nights Absolutely. because. Um, uh, you 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 had you had all the recording equipment and all I, I had to do is to yap yap away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, 22 years ago, that that, that all happened. Uh, it started 22 no, years no, ago. 25, where well, I'm 22 years in Tibet. All right, yeah. and you're with 22 years. Well, yeah, congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're doing a great job. You're bringing life life to the parishes and the places of Tipperary, and making people realise it's a big county. But you have exposed people from different ends to what is happening at the other end. The other side of all that is, Jim, is that the people make the program. Oh, they do, naturally. And uh, actually, I find one of the problems with radio is that uh, you'll, you'll get men to talk all right. But it's more and more difficult to get women to talk, you know. And uh, it's unfair because they make up half the population. And I often regret at the end of a radio program today now... I did. I have any women on, and I might only have one or two yeah. out of five or six. You know, and it's not that I don't want women because women are very good when they do talk. You know, absolutely. I have the same problem as that. Yeah, very yeah. much so. Yeah. Shame look and have a good day. It's a very special day for temporary as well. Hope we beat Kilkenny. Hope we do. Hope we do. Thank you very much, Eamon. Thank so. you. We caught up with Pat O'Brien from Redkeven. Uh, Pat, you're very welcome to down your way. Great to see you again, Eamon. Yeah. It's a long time since I've met you at the school. Yeah, absolutely. Down at the school, former principal, of course, of Radkeven National School, and indeed, uh, there was a book launch, of course, and I missed out on it. You're, unfortunately, with COVID, yeah. but it's, it's selling very well, and it's on sale in the school and in bookshops in Clonmel. Uh, yeah, as I say. Tell us about the school and the history behind it and all of that, because the book is all about the school and the people that went through it. Well, the book is a celebration of the past and the present. It's a celebration of former pupils, local history, local geography, and it contains some great photographs of former pupils. There's also some very, very interesting pieces from former pupils as well. Um, it certainly, it took a long time to put together, but there was great cooperation from the locality. Yeah, yeah. As I said, it was a labour of love, but a pleasure. Yeah. A school history is just an imagined thing to do, isn't it? You know, because you, you find so many different angles on it. Well, they say without a knowledge of the past, you're trapped in the present. Absolutely. So, so you never know what you're going to find or who you're going to meet or what they're going to say, and you'll never be finished. Yeah. That's the great thing. How long did it take you to, to write that book? Two years. It was done over two years, but I have to say we had a great book committee, okay. and uh, we all pulled together and got it out. Into, unfortunately, COVID intervened. 
and we couldn't have a proper launch with the likes of yourself, Eamon. Yeah, but on the other side of it is, we, we, we get an opening on it today, you have still some books left. There are. The best place to get it would be the school or local bookshops in Clonmel. Absolutely. So the book is called what? Rat Story. It's a sense of people and place. Rat Keevan Ashton School, six, uh, 1868 to 2018. Yeah. A sense of people and place. Okay, very good. Look, you have a bundle of books with you. It is a special place for books today. It is. You'd find anything here, Avon, and uh, you'd find the unexpected, which I've just done now with a book in Cork. Um, you'd want to come with your wallet, but in fairness, the prices were reasonable. Any of the ones I saw, there's a great bug hand. At the moment, I'm, I'm researching the First World War in Clonmel and Tipperary. The War of Independence, obviously, is going to come later, but there's no end to that either. But it's fascinating, and I'm learning all the time. Now, being retired and all the rest, so do you sit down at your typewriter of a Monday morning and work away all, I'm all bit, the week? I'm a bit systematic like that. I'm predictable. But after that, then I tried to forget about and get out and get some green medicine and go out to the woods, etc. So what are you doing down in Cork University at the minute? I'm doing postgrad research on Clan Mel 1880 to 1922, specialising on the military and the role of the military and the impact. Clan yeah. Museum is close to you as well? Yes, um, I have a small connection with the museum. They've had several exhibitions and I've been lucky enough to be able to put some uniforms in there fabulous place to visit I recommend it so you mentioned uniforms what are the uniforms who are the uniforms I have an interest in uniforms from the volunteers up to the present because I think with the barracks gone since 2012 yeah. it's important we pre- preserve the material culture of the town so, so I get as many as I can I have a few unusual ones yes yeah what about Michael Collins well I can't say it's Michael Collins now but I, I have um a uniform exactly the same as the pattern he worn. It's very rare, very unusual. Okay. So where do you get those? <clears throat> when my wife is not looking. <laughs> so you come to fairs like this? Tra- I would, yeah. I'd horse trade. I, I'd swap. Yeah. They'd be very expensive otherwise, and sometimes you buy at auction. You, you, but you they would the be expensive. Yeah. So I've kind of pulled back since I retired. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this could be an expensive hobby, could it? It was, but as of now, it's kind of... It's, I, I'm trying to refer to it as a former hobby, but anyway. <laughs> it's always special to, be, to, to meet up with you, and uh, every success in the future. Thank you. We're going to say hello to Bridge O'Connor. How are you doing, Bridge? I'm fine, thanks, Eamon. Uh, good, good. It's a while since we were down recording... Uh, well, Vachy you, Choir, yeah, and yeah. We're, we're still going strong. We're still, still down in Clonmel. Yeah, in Clonmel. We're still having our concerts and stuff, and that's our medical director serenading us now, Eamon, Eamon O'Malley. Absolutely, I think we met him on the time. You certainly did. He's yeah. great director, so, great so, so guy. Story. Tell us about the books and stuff like that. You're in here today having a look around. I'm in here to get a few books to pass the time now that I'm retired. You're more likely interested in music books, are you? No, 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 no. Old classics. I've just picked up a PJ Wodehouse. Okay. So it's old classics. Yeah. So, yeah. Every success. Thank you very much. Great to be here today. And we'll see you around again. Love your show. Thanks. I got up with two ladies at the door on my way out. Uh, how are you? I'm Maria Donovan. How are you, Maria? Well, well, thank you. Uh, enjoying the day. Enjoying the day. Yes, we are. Good, 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 good to be on the program. Selling, uh, selling tickets here. Yeah. Yeah, selling tickets. And you, you, what's your name? Edwina Newport. Edwina. Oh my God, that name rings a bell down here, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Tony Newport. God rest him. A couple of years back, isn't it? Yeah. 2021. Just oh, yeah, yeah. a year and a half ago. Oh, yeah, so. absolutely. Terrific, terrific guy. Yeah, Absolutely, yeah, he was. Very much a part of the GA club down here, wasn't he? He was indeed, yeah. And yeah. lots to do with Feathered. He was very much involved in Feathered all of his life. Yeah, the historical and he, societies and all of that. Absolutely, yeah. 
And so you're, you're, you're busy today, Selenbrook? Yeah, we're just talking to me. We're busy the last couple of days setting it all up, like. Yeah, yeah. It takes time. It sure does, and, uh, yeah. And enjoy this. Enjoy meeting people. It was very nice. And you're enjoying today now? And, Absolutely. And uh, a real success story. Yeah, very successful. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So you'd like to be back... Uh, at the, back on track, yeah. Yeah, back on track. Yeah, yeah it's really good. You miss it. What's your favourite books that you'd like to get for yourselves? It's lovely to be able to get the history books. And in fairness, this, this event really is a, a venue, an arena, where the, the book lovers can mingle and meet each other, but also get different books that wouldn't be easily available. And it's wonderful, as you say, after the three years with the lockdown, that it's, yeah. it's back in action again. And it's a very sociable event as well, both for the booksellers themselves from around the country, but also locally. Yeah. And, and there's a nice mix of both locals here, and it's one of those events in town that just draws visitors to Feathered for the, for the evening. So it's, it's lovely to see them. Every success and uh, nice to say hello to us today. Thank you very much, Eamon. Okay. Pleasure to have you here in Feathertree with us. So. I want to say hello to Pat Luby. How are you doing, Pat? Very much a part of this uh, group here in Feathertree. Yeah, I've been part of the historical society again. It's all this fun doing the, doing the book fair, yeah, the yeah. Feathered Book Fair. Terrific. You have a fantastic stall here. Yeah, these, these are all donated books. Um, donated for, for the for the for the show. For the yeah, historical yeah, for the society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to pick and choose then after this and decide what you're going to keep on. What books we'll keep yeah, yeah. for next year. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of them actually were very good now this year. We got a lot of kind of political history and people like political Irish political history yeah. and people like um those books. We met you, you know, during the year there in Federal School, secondary school. Oh yeah, we were doing the Junkature competition. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We still didn't hear and uh, now they often leave it to the results until a big day like Valentine's Day, you know, for the kids. Yeah. And uh, so we might hear now on, on uh, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Every success and thanks for uh, yeah. down here today. Thanks, Eamon. So that's my lot for this week. My thanks to all our guests here in Feathered on this week's edition of Down Your Way. Until next week, have a very good week. Bye bye.